So for my podcast, I want to focus on stratification. And I chose two events that show stratification on two different arenas. One being more of like a class stratification and another being gender stratification. But they're both based off the factors of wealth, prestige, and power. Uh, these two events being the college admissions, college admissions scam and the R. Kelly scandal that has been going on for decades at this point. Uh, both the college admissions scam and the R. Kelly case demonstrate a form of stratification based off wealth, prestige, and power. Additionally, the college admissions scam portrays market of exchange and balance reciprocity in an interesting context that we haven't really dissected in class. So just a little a little background about the college admissions scam. More than 40 people were indicted. Uh, the parents paid 250000 to 400000 That was the average median range, with the highest being the outlier of $6.5 million. And all of these values are more than four years tuition, mind you. And the orchestrator of the whole event was William Rick Singer, who earned $25 million from 2011 to 2019. So this has been going on for nearly a decade. This event and R. Kelly are almost tied. Uh, and... Yeah, his 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 role in the, William Rick Singer's role in the whole thing was to bribe coaches and administrators in order to earn acceptance. These coaches would like come up with fake athletic profiles, uh, and the student didn't even play a sport not once in their high school career, or they were injured. And the test administrators that work actually work for the testing board would go and correct the students answers or completely take the test for them so in terms of market of exchange the two agreed upon currencies were uni university admittance uh in exchange for the equivalent of four years tuition a four years tuition plus some and what's interesting is that there's a form of balanced reciprocity happening where everyone that receives something also, sorry, everyone that puts in something also receives something, except the individuals who are, you know, actually trying to get into the school without having their parents pay a whole arm and a leg and it really just shows the privilege of these individuals um and we also have to discuss like is this even are these currencies even equal 250,000 is way way more than what it should be to get into a university not even Not even to go to the school, just to illegally get into the university. Like, it would be cheaper for these people if their students actually tried. Excuse me, if their children actually tried. And on terms of stratification, 
it just creates a, a larger class struggle with the wealthy using their wealth to stay educated. And by staying educated and going to these top universities, people are like, wow, you went to Yale. Oh my gosh, you're so brilliant. So then they earn some type of status and respect and prestige, and they really just scam their way to get into the school. Like, they're no different than a con artist on the street begging you for change, and he has Maserati down the road. What is the difference? There is none. And by gaining, you know, respect and power, they're able to... Sorry. By gaining respect and prestige, they're able to become powerful, like... They can move into roles such as public figures, like politicians. Okay, look at our Orange, who's currently running the the office, the White House. Uh, they can become influential artists or even socialites who have some say in the way policies ran, which I feel like can only really happen in America. And some examples of, of like famous people who participated in this event were an actress from Desperate Housewives and Full House. And that's interesting to me because not only like do these people have privilege based off them being white, uh, they're also extremely wealthy. If they were able to just give out this money just to get into school. And I just don't understand with all of those benefits and resources to excel that you didn't even undeservingly have been afforded. You still have to cheat to get into school feel like enough has been done generationally so that this didn't need to happen but moving on so for my second topic I want to focus on the R. Kelly case so the curious case of R. Kelly the R. Kelly scandal represents gender stratification uh, of society based on the three totems of wealth, prestige, and power, except it's more, I would say, gender stratification. It's seeing that men that have wealth, prestige, and power are able to evade consequences for inappropriate actions, being that sexual or in business or really any, any avenue. Um, Robert Sylvester Kelly throughout his career was able to attain all three and maintain all three as well. However, recently past events regarding the allegations that have surrounded him for over a decade now have resurfaced and with greater momentum before seeing that there's a lot of, a lot of support now which is odd a lot of support now for victims of sexual assault more people are coming forward and 
a lot of people are also supporting those who are coming forward. So R. Kelly literally has nowhere to hide. Um, and just, we're going to just give a little background. In 1994, he achieved mainstream success and the success um, overcasted his inappropriate relationship with his artist protege, Aaliyah. They were married when she was only 15. She they uh, she forged her age on the marriage certificate, and when that was discovered, it had to be annulled. So moving on the timeline from 1994-2002, several women were coming forward saying that R. Kelly had sexually assaulted them or being or had been sexually inappropriate with them but he always seemed to have managed to reach a settle a settlement uh you know abusing his wealth thus preventing a trial and in 2002 june 2002 he was arrested for 21 counts 21 counts of child pornography but this same year he released uh, his fifth studio album called The Chocolate Factory, mind you, uh, which featured, you know, the long-standing classic of Ignition, the remix. <laughs> and the album debuted at number one and sold 532,000 copies within the first two weeks of sales. So his wealth... R. Kelly's wealth really helped him silence his victims and avoid multiple trials, which allowed him to, you know, protect his celebrity status and keep him at the top of his game. Now, this allowed him to create a platform and a, put him at a pedestal in which he was borderline untouchable. You know, a lot of people knew that he was doing what he was doing and it was still like well it's R. Kelly so and I love I love to bump and grind and I love ignition so it's okay if he you know he's a pedophile it's all right and he was allowed to perform and record thus prolonging his respectful musical career and granting him the room to be considered for prestigious opportunities For example, he was 2010, he was able to perform at the World Cup in 2011 at the Grammy Gala. And then in 2013, he was able to perform at Coachella with all of these events still following him. In 2008, however, he was found not guilty on the accounts of child pornography due to the fact that the girl who was in the video was too embarrassed or ashamed to uh to testify so they couldn't determine who was actually in the video and so from 2009 to 2017 r kelly released three more albums and they all hit number one on the billboard 200 so at this point he has just released this released this superhero r&b uh, status and he's seen as like this ultimate figure who who he uh, referred to himself as the king of R&B at one point and others 
allowed him to call himself that. That's how, you know, famous he was. And this celebrity status gave him the access to power that allowed him to hold multiple women in his in his home at once and control every details of their lives from when they shower, when they eat, when they bathe, forcing them to engage in sexual behaviors with one another while he while he watches. And majority of these women are underage, like 13 to 17 years old. In 2017, uh, BuzzFeed released an expose on Kelly's cult, quote, called the Kelly's Inner Circle, which just frightens me. Uh, Several women recounted how Kelly controlled every aspect of their lives. And in 2019, Kelly was finally indicted on 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse with four women three being underage. Kelly was arrested and released on a $100,000 bond posted by a woman who referred to herself as his friend. And a a woman, a woman, a grown woman paid a sexual predator's bond because she was that much of his fan. That is the power that R. Kelly holds slash held. But when he was being interviewed, R. Kelly just completely denied all of these accusations and became very emotional, was screaming and cursing and crying. And it was really just <laughs> wild to see. And two two women that live with him protest that R. Kelly never actually held them against his will and that their parents just want him to seem crazy. And yeah, so now R. Kelly has lost the ability to record and make music. Therefore, he's no longer as wealthy as he was. And he's being held in prison currently uh, due to owing $160,000 in back child support. Due to these allegations, uh, his prestigious, excuse me, his prestigious uh, status has been deteriorated due to hashtags like Mute R. Kelly and the the Me Too movement with, you know, sexual assault victims. You know, we're, we live in this, uh, this time of quote-unquote cancel culture, which is just like anyone who is found of doing something immoral is immediately canceled or (laughs) considered, you know, like a race. They're kind of put to the back burner. They have no more say in anything. They're just whatever that, that they are famous for that they do is no longer acknowledged they're completely erased so that's been happening to r kelly therefore he really has no celebrity status you know everyone just kind of sees him as that uncle that you don't leave your children or daughter around um due to this less public support 
his social power and influence has decreased immensely. You know, I, I don't know if any more women can come forward like, I'm going to post another bond. I think that's a, a only one-time thing. So, to conclude, both of these events show stratification in terms of wealth, power, and prestige. Um, although they show it in different arenas, both of them show how someone's wealth can, you know, propel them to a level where they don't have to endure the same consequences and struggles as everyone else, you know, trying their hardest and getting to college and doing a bunch of extracurricular activities and sports and a, a ACT testing and SAT prep, you know, in order to just be considered um, for, the, you know, a top prestigious university. R. Kelly being able to pay victims off, you know, so they don't continue their trial. Because, you know, they probably can't even afford to maintain the the money and fees it has, it, it costs to have a lawyer and consistently be going to court to try to, you know, prove their allegations. So a lot of people would probably, yeah, take the settlement that he's offering. And in terms of prestige... You know, both of these events show how a assumption of respect or a, a, uh, a level of respect that people regard towards another can almost like be a shield and protect them from consequences. And, you know, being on you know, the same type of pedestal, they're able to just, to just gain more status and respect. And in terms of power, uh, you know, by going through, by going to a top school, it's like you're, you're seen as more I'm gonna say better than, but you just seem you seem more capable, and and people, you know, take that in consideration. Oh, you went to Yale. Oh, so you you know you know something. You know, like you have you have the ability to get into Yale. So I I must respect you. You know, and I therefore. With that respect, people are able to influence and control not only, like, the events that circulate their lives, but also other people that can be seen through, you know, R. Kelly, that can be seen through other politicians who have managed to been given uh, a small donation of $3 million and have used that to just propel themselves forward and forward in society into places where they can actually create policy and change. And it's not even change for the benefit of everyone. It's change for the benefit of people who are also wealthy, people who are also powerful and prestigious for no reason. 
So this has been my podcast and I hope that the information I provided finds you well and I hope that you um, meet R. Kelly and protect your children. Okay, bye.